0: Born in Clearwood, a suburb of Durban, Nanda Subban hails from a family of soccer players. His brother, Charlie Subban, was a famous footballer within the Federational Professional League in Natal, playing for the Verilam Suburbs. A love for sharing the action of a soccer match is where Subin's life as a cartoonist began. There was no TVs available for them to watch the matches, so he would draw the gold mouth action on a wall with charcoal for his friends.
1: I won an art competition when I was nine years old. And then when I used to go and watch soccer matches, I used to draw on the walls. It was like a replay. I used to tell my friends what happened in the match and then draw it for them on, on the walls. It was also the sock action, and those were some of the things that took our minds away from what was happening. The discrimination, we became better footballers, we became better writers, we became better activists. In fact, some of the activists that came from my era and beyond helped bring about change to this country. It was called a Dermot Moment.
0: Subin became politically aware of his surroundings from an early age. His grandmother was part of the passive resistance movement.
1: Well, I was a, a child of the Group Areas Act. I remember when we were evicted, me and my brother was, we became a famous football player. We did not want to be in the truck that was taking our furniture. We went to a football ground to watch a soccer match and then we found our way to our new home without being part of the eviction. It was in 1966 when we moved. We were about 12 and 10 years old, me and my brother. And my parents didn't even question us because they understood how we felt.
0: And his mother's sister, who was a journalist, opened his mind to what he calls critical thinking. It was also the means through which he spent many years in Brazil.
1: Well, in Brazil, uh, there was a cultural boycott. I wasn't allowed to exhibit because of the cultural boycott. Then the Brazilian authorities lifted the boycott because they said my work was uh, to fight against apartheid and I should not pay the price for it. And they lifted the cultural boycott and exhibited life in South Africa under apartheid because there was all, always this presumption that we were not good enough, and that white people were better than us.
0: Subban became South Africa's first, and for some time only, Black political cartoonist during the apartheid era and went on to establish a name for himself both locally and internationally. His social political statements, cartoons, and illustrations have been printed in newspapers such as The Post newspaper, The Independent on Saturday, The Daily News, and The Sunday Tribune. His cartoons are also syndicated to major international newspapers.
1: I did not realise I was good. I thought I was just an uh, artist and uh, I could eventually become a signwriter or whatever, which I did. I, I mean, I ended up living as a signwriter. I was doing the cartoons for the post for basically nothing because it was more important to do it. It wasn't about the money.
0: Subban's journey has not been without its own political conspiracy. He alleges that he has been targeted in his personal and professional capacity.
1: My cartoons are basically outspoken and... Some people don't like it. I'm fighting to keep my school alive. So I've been targeted. That's why I moved out of Cowie Road. I had a bullet all through my window and I had all my computers stolen. I've had threats and I had scholarship money withheld. Students were supposed to be given that scholarship. 30 students. I let them all graduate without being paid. My work has always created a lot of controversy. It means I'm doing something right because I was telling the truth. Look, I don't pick on anyone according to race. I just pick on discrimination, corruption, things like that. And that's what cartoonists should do, to speak out. I know there are cartoonists who try to make people laugh, but in a meaningless way. I try to make people laugh or cry by saying something more profound through my cartoons, something that can change the way people see things.
0: Nanda Subban has come a long way since scrawling sketches on the walls of his childhood home with charcoal. Dr. Subban runs the Center for Fine Art and Animation, a cartooning, animation and design school in Durban.
1: I was teaching graphic designers who did graphic design using normal equipment, you know, normal pen and brush and ink and what have you. And then I started teaching them how to use Photoshop and teaching them to animate on a computer. I was one of the pioneers of integrated art education in South Africa. From there, I opened a school. I ran a successful art school for 20 years. If you don't think, you cannot be a good artist, no matter how well you can draw. It's not about drawing a beautiful picture. Your picture has to tell a story. And you can only tell a story if you think. And thinking, creative thinking is so important because even when you read books and read newspapers, you have to read between the lines to understand what you're reading.
0: These days, Subin spends his time sketching up more political controversy and working on an animation series.
1: Currently, I'm working on the Nelson Mandela Folk Tales. It's about a story that Nelson Mandela was told to as a kid when he was growing up in the Transkei. The producer from Joburg bought the rights to the book, and she took it all over the world to have it animated. And she wasn't happy about the way it was done. So she came to the Devon Film Festival, and they asked her to come and see me. So we did a boot camp and she saw it and she loved it.
0: Subin has proven the time-old adage that the pen is mightier than the sword and he has no plans on stopping.
1: Uh, well, if we live in a, in a perfect society, then I suppose I could just paint flowers. We don't live in a perfect society. My pen brush, is, uh, it's, it's a powerful tool because I can use it to, to make a point.